0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. Hey, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. We have two special guests with us today. Jason Howerton is back from CRTV. Yay! Yay. And we have... Some more estrogen in the room, (laughs) Dr. Deborah. So, Uh, can you you please tell everyone what your expertise is?
1: I'm a science journalist and I'm a columnist for Playboy.com and the Globe and Mail, which is Canada's national newspaper. Yes, yeah, from Toronto. Yes.
0: So, you like Texas so
1: far? I do. I'm loving it here. Good, awesome.
2: So, now when you say, I just want, because if anybody knows you, because we talked about this earlier, I think, let's have a vote, I think the Playboy credential Mm -hmm. hurts. It makes it sound like, oh, I'm I'm Doctor Ruth Westheimer, <laughs> that you are a real legitimate scientist that looks and studies the brain for um, uh, hyper. You went for hypersexuality, hypersexuality
1: and paraphilias is what I used to do. Yeah, right.
2: And and then what was the second one? It's
1: oh, and hypersexuality and paraphilias.
2: Paraphilias, which. I know what all those I don't things know. are, right, me too. I'll tell you that. We don't need to go, we don't need to go yeah. into it. Look, but, I'm a doctor, yeah. I could explain, because you told me about 20 minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> that is just a, a, a abnormal or out of the yeah. mainstream.
1: Unusual sexual preferences. But I have to say, Playboy has a history of having excellent journalism, so I am very grateful for I've them. I've
2: always read it It's giving me a, <laughs> a <when>,
0: platform.
2: <laughs> <yeah. laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's just a stereotype. That's, no, I know, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Dr. Glenn Beck, what yes. is the, uh, the top story for you?
2: Uh, well, I'm going to have to use the M word today.
0: Oh, I'm going to do the, it. I'm Glenn, do this it. is a family-friendly show. I you know, I know. Are you I sure? Know.
2: Doctor, <laughs> you good with that?
1: Oh, if you have to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. all
3: right, uh, there's a giant hurricane hitting the uh, coast, and uh, that's, of course, because we all drove here in cars. Ah. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Okay,
4: I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on Glenn. Uh, and it won't be the first time. So
3: mm. <laughs> wait, what 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 kind of activities are we <laughs> Not, uh, What was it, para Dr. So what was here. it
1: again? Dr. Anything goes today. <laughs> Doctor so. so. I'm gonna be talking about the American Academy of Pediatrics and a statement that they put out. Okay. All right.
0: Before we get into, right, she's too We're smart trying- for us. This is
3: not. This is not good. Yeah, boy, this this show's gotten better.
0: <laughs> before we get into all of that, I want to thank our sponsor Ridiazone. Uh, Ridiazone is great if you need to lose a lot of weight, uh, like I did at one particular at point that. in my life.
2: Which one is her? Yes, <laughs> I don't, yeah. It's, you, it's, can you believe
1: that? Yeah. Look at that face. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is that that's crazy? Right, no.
4: Yeah. Damn, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yeah, we, oh, are we being for real right now? Yeah, that
2: she's number ten. <laughs> no.
0: That's really me. She's that was, ten. That was me. Like,
2: I'm the I'm the ago. one standing next to her. But <laughs> she was number ten. I wouldn't even recognize her. I, I don't, don't recognize her. So those listening her. on the
0: podcast, I was uh, about hundred pounds heavier than I am right now. Uh, so I do know about Don't weight even loss. Look the same. I know about weight loss, and Would I you know recognize? how hard it is. No. So, uh, thankfully, there is Riduzone if you need to lose weight or if you're just trying to maintain, keep that weight off. Uh, it takes the good molecule in olive oil and you get a metabolism boost and you also get a handle on your cravings. Um, it has worked for me. It really has. I can tell you that. You can go to riduzone.com and save 30% off of a three month supply and use, use promo code The Blaze, and that is R I D U Z O N E.com for all of you podcast listeners. Glenn, yes. do you mind if I go to the guests first as far as the top stories go?
2: Well, as she's doctor of the brain, I'm a doctor of humanities, so I can I can talk about the entire body, but we'll
0: Ladies we'll, first. You'll be able her. to weigh in on this yes. Yes. As, as a fellow <laughs> yeah. doctor. Go ahead. Okay,
1: please. So, the American Academy of Pediatrics released a statement saying that for children who are gender dysphoric or gender nonconforming, that the best way forward is to affirm them. But from a scientific perspective, the research consistently shows that the best way forward is actually to wait and see what happens at puberty.
2: Mm,
0: so,
1: there are- so they're going against science. science. Yeah.
2: Which is, yeah, doesn't seem to be abnormal now.
1: No, it's becoming more and more in the norm, especially on this issue with the children. And I find it really concerning because... These are actual lives at stake. These are children who are impressionable and who are very much dependent on their parents and caregivers to do the right thing.
2: And the science says that they are more likely to... Desist. Right, and, and more likely to become just homosexual?
1: Right, to grow later. up to be gay in adulthood. They won't be in transgender.
2: Okay. What happens to a child when you start injecting them with things? And they're 14.
4: Are you talking about as far as
1: altering their hormones? Yeah, altering their hormones.
2: You start injecting them, you start doing the things that some people are now doing to their teenagers or allowing their teenagers to do.
1: Right. So, pubertal blockers are one approach that um, are being advocated for, but we don't actually know what the long term effects will be because it is an off label use. When it comes to cross sex hormones, uh, sterilization can be one of the outcomes. Um, and even if you stop taking cross-sex hormones, you'll be left with physical changes. So if you're taking testosterone and you stop, you'll still get facial hair. Your voice will forever be changed. Um, and obviously, with surgery, surgery is irreversible.
4: So for for like sex-specific hormones, testosterone, estrogen, whatever it may be, how how important are those things for kids as they're growing up, as they're you know becoming a, growing into young adults? Like to 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 alter that or to to say, take a boy for, from developing testosterone. What does that do to a boy who is who is growing up into a young man?
1: That's a thing we don't know yet. So I should emphasize I don't work with children. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to work in a research capacity only. But um, it's, it's completely new ground, and it, it's in the name of being progressive. I do think for kids who are gender nonconforming, or gender dysphoric, or who say they are born in the wrong body, that they should be supported, and that um, you know parents should just be open-minded. Don't push your child one way or the other.
3: Yeah, the biggest thing here too is like you know it's one thing whether you get good results or bad results if you're an adult and you do something that changes your body or whatever. That's that's kind of your call, right? Like you're not in a position to figure out what you're going to have for dinner when you're a child, right. to let alone figure out what sex you are if you're going to change. And when you're making those you know, permanent changes based on this information that's so young, I mean, it just so seems it. completely
2: unhealthy. Doesn't taking estrogen also, maybe it's just older women, but when you take, when you take estrogen, doesn't that also have a higher rate of cancer?
1: The bone density do- also.
2: Right, so what is that going to mean? And We have no studies on it, we're just doing it?
1: Yeah, these kids really are guinea pigs, and it's it's crazy. And for the parents, too, who speak out and say that, you know, let's slow things down or let's advocate for some caution, they get called far-right, they get called bigoted, they get called transphobic, they get told that their child is going to commit suicide. And that's st- suicide statistic that they often bring up. They say 40% of trans people have tried to kill themselves. It is an inflated statistic. Um, I don't doubt that being transgender is difficult, but it's not fair for that statistic to be thrown in parents' faces and used to emotionally blackmail them. Yeah, because, I mean, let's say that they do believe the statistic. The med- does the medical community believe the statistic? I think it depends who you talk to. Okay, because, I think go ahead. I think legitimate practitioners and clinicians— I would advocate for caution, but just in this climate, they know that they're going to be called these awful names, okay. so they're afraid to say that.
0: Because to me, it's like if you see, if you think that that statistic exists, or if there's any sort of statistic that uh, transgenders are more likely to commit suicide, you wouldn't want to push them to that. But doesn't,
2: yeah, it, after the sex change, it's just as high, is it not?
1: Right. I mean, for some people, transitioning can be beneficial, but there have been studies that have shown that the suicide rate does continue. So it's important to get at the underlying cause, especially with these kids who say these things. Kids say all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So why are we not looking at what's the reasoning for what they're saying instead of taking it at face value?
0: My son actually said he was a cat yesterday. Yeah but I actually so know that he's not... Tail attachment? or No, I didn't, didn't actually. Yeah, I, okay. I, I just told him, you're actually not a cat. Wow, you're
3: a what a far-right so, hate monger. So,
2: doctor, <laughs> let me ask you this. I, I am I'm, um, a Mormon, okay? Um, and our doctrine teaches uh, that each of us is, you know, designed beforehand. We come down, we get a body. Whatever your body is... Flaws and all, that's what you're supposed to deal with, okay? Um, uh, and changing the body, especially the gender, for, a, for somebody of my faith is not good, is not good. Um, I'm not pushing that on anybody else. That's just what I believe. C- can't a parent say with... Love and understanding. If, if my child was gender dysphoric, I would forget religion. You're not doing anything until you're on your own, until you're an adult. Um, but isn't it... Is there any benefit as for a parent to say, you know, I understand, and what lifestyle you choose later in life, you know, that's, that's your business and whatever. But be happy with who you are. Be happy... And I understand that there, there might be some dysphoria, but shouldn't we treat that? Shouldn't we talk about that? Shouldn't we be able to be happy with who we are? Fat, feeling differently, whatever it is. Can't a parent say, no, I, th- honey, you're born the way you were born, and that's the way it is.
1: They should be able to. I agree with you. I think for the parents who are on board with this, some of them do it because they want to show off and show how open-minded they are. I think some others are coming from the perspective of previously. So in, in my perspective, I do think transitioning can be beneficial for adults. So they don't want to say. You
2: know, not. I don't have a problem. You're an adult. Do whatever you want. Right. It's your life.
1: So I, but I think the reason why some people are, are a little bit more empathic to this cause is that they see transgender adults having suffered and not been allowed to transition. So they say, Well, I don't want to do that to children, or I don't want to do that to my child, and, and prevent them from being happy if transitioning is going to make them happy. But I think these parents have been lied to. They don't realize that, again, most kids are going to outgrow it. Most kids are just going to be gay and fun, and they don't need to transition to be happy.
3: Um, Can we do a little, if we have a second to do a little bit more on on that study that you mentioned that has over 40% of transgendered people committing suicide. It's such a, a, that's a really, to me, a really dangerous statistic. Um, and when you look at the study, like, I mean, they didn't, they didn't have follow-up questions. It was people who volunteered for the study. There's all sorts of flaws that make that number way too high. You look at, there's another category in the study for heterosexuals that are in the study, and their suicide rate is something like 34%. And it's like, do we think that 34% of heterosexuals are killing themselves? I mean, it doesn't seem likely. The problem with the stat, though, and why it's quoted so widely, I, at least this is my theory, is you have a situation where there's no one who's talking about this in this debate with an incentive to disprove it. People who are on the far right would say, well, you shouldn't live that lifestyle. Look at their and that suicide rate. Mm-hmm. People on the far left are saying, look how badly this, je- this community is being vilified. Look how high their suicide rate is. There's no one who has a, a, you know, an incentive in the political argument to come in and say, wait a minute, look at this study. It, it is not saying what we're trying to make it say. And those when those a stat like that can do a lot of damage, it, it really I think misinforms people, and it, no one can have kind of a real sensible conversation. About. I think my
4: fear from what she's saying is like it, it, I feel like this it sounds like and it looks like the scientific community is kind of becoming afraid to just look at things objectively from a science standpoint because you're
2: incentivized
4: right. because if you come out with a with a conclusion that is against. What the trans community wants, or whatever, then all of a sudden you've got this big firestorm and you've got stuff that you don't want. That's my big fear is that science becomes part of politics and that's like so, the well, last thing we want.
0: And that's what I was gonna, I wanted to ask you was, cause to me, I hear that coming from the medical community and it makes me distrust the medical community as a whole. I yeah. stopped
2: on the butter thing. <laughs> did, did butter's you know, good, butter's bad, butter's yeah. good, butter's Eggs, bad it's Eggs, yeah. the yeah. cholesterol
0: uh, wh- I mean, what would you say to,
1: you know, a parent who's, who hears this And is just like, I don't trust the doctors anymore Across the board, I think it's important to look at, at everything With anything, look at it on a case-by-case, issue-by-issue basis And if you're skeptical, do some digging and look at the studies yourself See who's funding them, look up the researchers See where they're affiliated uh, what is their educational background? That can usually tell you a lot. Yeah.
2: We had a good conversation earlier about um, AI and, and the, the, the real true science behind looking, will a robot of a child help a, a pedophile act there and not in, in, the, in society? And that's an important study to do and we were talking about funding and everything else the problem it seems with science right now is we talk about get money out of government and politics money is driving much of the science where if you're going if you want a grant study what they're trying to prove prove what they want to prove it's no longer the search for truth it seems it's I want to find this answer, go find this answer, because I've got somebody who will pay for it. Yeah. Do you think that's accurate? Yeah,
1: and funding agencies also know if you find something that the public doesn't like, the public is not going to be happy, and they're going to be going after them and saying, well, why did you give these researchers money? So they don't want to deal with that on top of it.
0: Uh, parents, I just want to warn you, when we come back after the break, we are going to be talking about the M-word. So if you have any small children, you need it. to make sure that, that, that they leave the room. We I'm may, not, right we may not be able Canada. to censor oh.
2: oh, I just did it. <laughs> wow. Okay, Sorry. We, we need to take a break. <laughs> take we'll be a
0: back. break.
3: <laughs> Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck live, The Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall.
0: All right, before we get into the M word, want to thank our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. We as we mentioned earlier, Stu mentioned there is a hurricane yeah, we've got a couple towards Florida right now, and yeah. there's been one in North Carolina. North
3: Carolina, we had such a great run for how many years without being hit with anything. Yep. Uh, you know, we didn't pay attention to global warming. Yep, and now we've warmed the or, earth or cooling, where we have to prepare for these things apparently.
0: Yeah, we, yeah. Well, but truly, I heard in Florida there's a lot of people who are expected to not have power.
3: Oh God, I mean, it's, so, this is a really bad one. I yeah, mean, it's, you know, it hit at almost a category five. Uh, wind speeds 155, 155 miles yeah. an hour upon landfall. It's it's going to be really da- damaging. So
0: these are the times when you really have to you have to look at that and say okay they're out they're out they're without power. What do they do for food if they're stuck in their homes if they still have a home right? You're stuck in your home you're without power or you're flooded. Nothing's
3: going to be open.
2: This. We right. were in Texas uh, we went down to Houston and, and all of these people were leaving and they were going to stay at a hotel and I looked at them we were helping clean out their houses they were not. Wealthy, how are you paying for the hotel and the food for you and your children for God knows how yeah, long? Had. With Harvey, weeks. It was weeks, how are so. you doing that?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it is really important that you have some sort of food supply in the event that something like that happens. That is where my Patriot supply comes in super handy. It's delicious food. And right here, you can see a two week emergency food supply for $75. That's a steal. It includes breakfasts, lunches, breakfasts, breakfasts, Breakfastes.
2: <laughs>
3: Breakfastes.
0: <laughs> lunches, and dinners. Longer than wrong. <laughs> <laughs> for only $75. So you cannot pass that up. Go to preparewithnews.com. All right, uh, gentlemen. I'm gonna let you, Glenn. Thank you. Uh, Introduce the, the M word. Yes.
2: So last night, my wife just was just be
0: very. Just be gentle. I know I will.
2: <laughs> my wife and I were talking, and she was, I don't know, yelling at me about something. Um, and uh, she's and and she was very intense. And it was it was late at night, and I was tired. And she was like, "Now listen, tomorrow we have to blah blah blah," and uh, and I'm I just look down and I check and I see the headline. Uh, Anchor freaks out over use of M-word. And I never do this to my wife because it doesn't end well. I said, excuse me. And she said, "I'm surprised are, you you're even, here today. I know, are you even <laughs> listening to me? And I'm like, usually yes, just not right now. And I said, do you know what the M-word is? And she said, what are you talking about? And I said, let me read the headline. Anchor freaks out over use of M-word. We're down to the M's now. What is the M-word? Here it is on CNN. Watch.
3: I believe it's the overreaction of the left. When you see people like Ted Cruz getting chased out of restaurants by a mob. Oh, when you see, you're when not you, going to use the mob I word oh, here. Oh, it's, it's
2: totally a mob. Yeah. It is without there's a doubt. It's, 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 there's no
3: other word Matt. for it. It's a, Please. go Matt. watch
0: Put up the a video. Mob, stop, stop. Put a, up mob, the video. a mob is what we saw in Charlottesville, Virginia, two Augusts ago. No. A mob I think is no, not what we saw chasing. Riot. I'm not what about, saying what
3: riot? they did right. What yeah. about the people riot. who were at the Supreme Court banging on
2: the walls? What about all that? So here's the thing. Civil on, on protest? On this whole on? thing, here's the thing. there, There's mob. That is a group of people that are trying to cause chaos of some sort. Doesn't have to be violent. Doesn't have to hang people. That would be a lynch mob. Okay? A mob can lead to a riot. If you can't define this as a mob, what we have seen, the mob mentality, if you can't, if you can't say that it is a violent mob with Antifa, you are not even on the same planet anymore. How many more words are we going to redefine? What a weird pr- word to protect too. Right? Like, like, you know, like that, she was so outraged. Yes, yeah, so it. outraged it's
3: by not someone even saying that.
0: Bad, yeah,
3: no. it's not bad at all. Yeah. That's very strange. I mean, look. I mean, I think Charlottesville absolutely could could have been described that way. Yeah. And why
0: you know, why can we know. not describe well, both it, that way? I think if a
4: group of conservatives went into a restaurant in 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 chased Cory Booker out of it, yeah. that would be a mob. It you, would don't, be a you don't You don't do that.
2: It, we were told that you can't use in politics. Um, targeting districts because you were signaling you want to kill some people. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Look at what's happening to us. The media is so discrediting themselves. The American people can see. You can see. It's, It's what Martin Luther King said. Trust the American people. Put violent up to peaceful. They will pick peaceful every time. Americans can see what people are doing and they can say, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't I don't like that. I don't want to be a part. If conservatives act the same way in response, the American people will say, I don't want to be a part of either of you. You have to just put them up. The, the press is just discrediting. Them, I, I so think it's funny. Left.
4: I think it's revealing that that Matt Lewis was asking her to play that. Yes. clip, And she didn't okay. cut to it. So, yeah. I'm just saying. And
0: yeah. she was very dismissive oh. at the end. It was just, again, where the M-word came from was at the end of that clip, she said, I, we're going to move on from the M-word. Yeah.
3: And I, just dismissed uh, it. Bizarre. bizarre. I mean, you know, and of course, they go back too, to, you know, all the sources that did call the Tea Party mobs, yes. including places like CNN and Huffington Post and all that that, that did at that time. You know, I mean, the it, double standard is a boring got argument. they never even got close Yeah, but to, it never got close to that.
1: Yeah. But I was going to say, as a liberal, that is embarrassing. It's absolutely <laughs> embarrassing. And to see them mobbing a couple having dinner, it makes those of us who are reasonable liberals say the far left does not speak for us, we don't want anything to do with that, and we're going to move further right. So, I, you know, like you're saying, I think that whichever side is behaving badly should be called out, mm-hmm. and it just makes liberals look bad.
2: So being from the sea place, <laughs> uh, which we have to call Canada <laughs> in Texas, um, how does America look to you?
1: You guys look great. What do you What do you mean by that? In we what way?
2: Insane? Have we gone insane? Is Canada gone? You well, know, we've nuts gone. As... We've
1: gone nuts too, though. Okay. So I feel like it's the pot calling the kettle black. Really. <laughs> right. That's yeah. really sad, though, that you guys have gone so nuts that you think we look good. <laughs> mm. But we're we're so polite, though. So when we're nuts, <laughs> we're really nuts, you know.
2: <laughs> well, you did have that. Who is that? Who is the cocaine guy? The the All mayor, the mayor Toronto, that was like oh,
1: yeah.
4: Oh, <laughs> Doug Ford.
2: Yeah, I mean.
0: People love there it, yet, so, yeah. <laughs> People love to but seriously though, you what what where have you guys gone so much farther than us?
1: Well, I mean yeah, the gen- yeah we have the hate speech thing, we have compelled speech with the gender neutral pronouns. we have the sex ed curriculum telling kids that gender's a spectrum and that it's due to traditional gender norms, Jeez. things like that, whereas at least I feel with the states there is more of a pushback, whereas in Canada, people just kind of say, oh." And then they look the other way.
2: Mm. We have freedom of speech. You don't. How scary is it to speak out? I mean, here we pay a very high price, but I imagine you're paying a very high price there. But in Canada, you can actually become in trouble with the law as well for saying, no, no, that's not true. I mean, Jordan Peterson, no, I'm not going to call them by their selected pronoun because it's not true.
1: Right, I mean, it's gone so far now, you know, with the whole gender ideology stuff where kids are being taken from their families if their families don't affirm them. And so going back to, like, the topic we were just discussing, if parents are just wanting to take a slower approach if the child decides that's not okay, they can be removed from the home. It's horrifying. Wow. Okay, well, America's looking pretty good right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm feeling are good about we, America. Are
2: we closer to an ending of this? Or there was actually
1: today. a case in Ohio of this happening, so okay. you guys are catching up. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, okay, even better. All right, let's take a break.
2: I need to down. Up next,
3: enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com
2: slash subscribe. So as somebody who has looked at fMRIs, can you explain those real quick for people who don't know what an fMRI is? Right.
1: So it's a type of brain imaging where you look at activation in the brain.
2: Okay. So, um... And that's good for, like, people with strokes and things like that? Can you, well, can
1: you the, see? Well, in the context of what I was looking at with right. sexual arousal, say, we can show yeah. people pictures and see what they find sexually okay. arousing.
2: But it can be used for uh, lots of different
1: Lots places. of different, yeah.
2: So um, I don't know if you've heard the technology that China has come out with to where they're putting um, sensors in workers' hats and they said, I think they started this two years ago. Do you remember, Stu? Two years ago, maybe. And it took about a year before all of the workers started to, quote, love it. And what it is is they have one person that is watching the lines, and they can tell if you're drifting, if you're tired, if you're depressed, if you're happy, whatever it is. And if you are drifting at all, you are told, stop drifting. And uh, a second time, you're asked to leave the line. And the employer is saying that it's great, because we can get in touch with what people
4: should they just Do they put a collar around that shocks them every time they they act up?
0: Very compassionate people.
2: Yeah, I mean, what's happening with technology being able to look inside of us is truly frightening. Are you concerned about any of that? Are you up on any of this?
1: I'm not scared, but I think it's because my background has been as a scientific researcher. So I look around at the field, and researchers are so busy they don't have time to have nefarious intentions. Although you see, as in the case that you just mentioned, um, it can be used for unethical reasons. But in terms of brain imaging, I'm not worried because I I see neuroscience as a growing field and that it's being used to answer important questions like how are we going to improve people's health or how can we better understand cognitive processes in the brain, um, I don't see it being used in that way in terms of, say, mind control or anything like that. Well, but how,
2: how would you go? How would you address things like um, uh, social media uh, and, and even, you know, the use of iPads and everything else? We have people who are high up in Silicon Valley saying, my kids aren't using it. What is it you know that I don't? <laughs> you know we don't know how this is going to affect us at all. We're, our kids are guinea pigs on almost everything now, um, and we know that we've had people from Google that have walked out and said this is unethical what we're doing. So it's not necessarily the scientists; it's the people who are applying that science in different ways that kind of. We're employing them. them, right? Yeah.
1: Right. I think my, my overall approach, though, is always to just see where it goes. And if people do use it in an unethical way, then to call it out. But I think to try and stifle the research out of fear that it might oh, be yes. used unethically, yeah, it's not, it's not good. It's not helpful either. Yeah. No. Uh, still, mm-hmm. climate change.
3: Climate change. Um, yeah, we've talked about actually like reading the reports and, yes. and, and actually understanding where science. the source material says. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we get into trouble because we just take these sort of media summaries of these things and, and don't understand what's actually going on. Or we take these really crazy claims that people make that aren't supported by the actual science. You know, like you look at the scientific reports from uh, the UN IPCC, which is kind of like the big global warming. Uh, source uh, of choice. Uh, and they go more in-depth on this than anything else. And you can go through there and, and find plenty of really scary you know, things, things that could be turned into problems. And there's a, obviously a large debate on how catastrophic some of these things can be and, and what's the best way to deal with them. I and mean, that's been kind of the political debate for a long time. But really, that debate doesn't really exist in the science when it comes to hurricanes specifically. We have this big um, hurricane that's hitting now with you know that's really bad, but we went through a long period uh, where we didn't have any that hit the, the United States, at least. Um, and so when you look at the actual report, this just came out a few months ago, um, that highlights a bunch of things here. Let me give you a couple quotes from the, the actual report. Numerous studies uh, uh, towards and beyond AR5 have reported a decreasing Trend in global, decreasing trend in global number of uh, trop- tropical cyclones and or the global accumulated cyclonic energy. Um, so again, a decreasing. Um, here's another. Uh, there is a, only a low confidence regarding changes in dro- uh, global tropical cyclone numbers under uh, global warming uh, over the last four decades. Uh, and finally, uh, this is—I uh, mean, again—you hear a lot of times. Well, maybe they're going to get stronger. Well, there's consequently low confidence in the larger number of studies reporting increasing trends in the global number of very intense this cyclones. The opposite of what the IPCC said before. No, well, they, they, if you remember, uh, you may remember Al Gore's uh, yeah. movie back in the mid-2000s, where he actually put a hurricane on the the poster for the movie. It was that central to the argument at that time. And really, what they haven't—they haven't found that hurricanes are increasing. They're not. They haven't found that they're increasing. Uh, in strength. Um, is not that good? Like,
4: right, like I, I feel thing like to celebrate you should be like <laughs> what? Yeah. I thought the world was ending, yeah. but it's <laughs> <Yeah>. not. <laughs> like, right? Like, right. Yeah. Like, so I'm
3: really excited Fiblius about it. At least through this. a hurricane. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And this is not some right-wing report, right? Like this right. is like this is their source of information and it's I, like we get to the point where science is used by so many people to try to just make their their argument and you know, I think when you look at this, you could see things that could be scary. There are certain parts of this that could be really damaging, and certain things you have to look out for and, and adapt to. But the hurricanes thing is just convenient. We all see that here comes a giant storm towards uh, towards the United States. We're all freaked out about it. People are going to get hurt in this. I mean, there, this is looks like a really bad one. Um, so, but this is also something that's happened. There's no increase in the trend on this. Actually, tornadoes right. and droughts and all of these things. And this is all in their report. It's just it's just not it's not taken seriously. People just want the scare, the scaremonger. I mean, the New York Times just released a, 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 you know, a, a report you know, that they were covering. I think it was last week where they commissioned a photo shoot of a little toddler mm-hmm. sitting next to the corpse of a dead animal, like a skeleton. And it was crying, I guess, because it was it went extinct over global warming. That is not journalism. <laughs> like, what is that? That's what you do in movies. That's not what you do in, in the New York Times. And I, that just doesn't help anybody.
1: That's it's too us. good of an opportunity to pass, though. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that does seem like what it
3: is like when you, they, they they will tell you if it's if it's supposed to be warm and we get a snowstorm, they'll say it's not that's that's weather, not climate, which is true. Like, like you can't take one weather event and say it's climate change. But yet when a hurricane hits the coast, all of a sudden that's climate. It, it's constantly used as this convenient excuse to scare people. And they used to call this guy Mr. <laughs> Apocalypse. I mean, he would go on the air and say, I don't know, I think I, the, something like, uh, let's call it ISIS, might create, try to create a caliphate in the Middle East. they call you... Boy, were you wrong. Right, like, yeah. I, you crazy. And, like, there's nothing more apocalyptic than global warming reporting. They are literally saying everyone on Earth is going to die because of, 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 of
2: this. And they, then they
3: accuse conservatives of going too far when it comes to apocalyptic thought.
2: Can I, can I bring in some pictures of the polar cap? Because I read a very compelling story, and all I thought to myself the whole time is, I don't worry about this because I have stew. <laughs> and so I want to bring it in because I, I want to show you the, the, the article. I was mm-hmm. going to say study. Sure, the sure. article mm-hmm. that is showing that the polar cap is melting, and it's going to flood and kill us all.
3: I, I mean, th- there is some evidence that it is, well, the melting, actually most of the warming has occurred in the Arctic. Um, so there are some issues with that. But the, and the, but the southern cap has actually is gro- actually growing. Yeah, there's actually been gro- more ice there. And, and you know, really the, the, the big scary thing from, you know, that Gore used to point to for 20-foot sea level rises and things that would really be scary was really the entire, uh, entire, entirety of uh, Greenland melting and rolling off in the sea. There's no evidence that anything like that is even... I mean, the, even in the study that he was quoting, it said in several millennia that that could theoretically be a possibility. Um, you know, there there has been sea level rise going on for a long time. It goes back, you know, well over the time that it's been warming. I mean, it's been... You know, sea level rise has gone up by... I want to say it's, you know, eight centimeters per uh, decade, and it's happened for a very long period of time. It has increased slightly in this last period of warming. It's not to say that there's... there's you know, there are scientists who are doing this work and, and trying really hard to get to the truth. But, like, we take that and then we, we you know, bring it through a cycle of politics and then a cycle of, of hype and then a cycle of media. And then by the end of it, you get something that doesn't have any value at all.
2: It's interesting to me that the postmodern goal is to create chaos and, and get people to stop believing In all of the things that they've always believed in and discredit the institutions of the Enlightenment science is the number one piece out of the Enlightenment and look how it's being discredited and I don't think by design it's just by human greed and uh, and fear and agenda and politics and money it's just going off the rails and we we have we have no faith to tell us these things are eternally true we have no science that tells us these things are true we have we have no government that will say this is right this is wrong we have we're losing all of these institutions what does the human race do when you don't believe in anything i mean post-fact era. Yeah, Nietzsche, you know, he wasn't celebrating God is dead. He was warning, hey, we've just killed God. What will humans replace him with? Because you don't just abandon that. You you channel it some other direction. Now, at that time, he didn't know it was Taylor Swift. That's what <laughs> it wound up being. Yeah.
1: Or social justice, because I think for people who are not religious, they I would say I'm an atheist, but some people will find their God in social justice.
4: I, I have a quick question for you. So... I have a lot of really good liberal friends who I'm trying to like move along to say like I know you're better than this. You're not
0: just about <laughs> you're not Probably don't start with so, that. sorry not, not, not their liberal
4: liberalism, but the, the anger, the fear, politics, the the smearing, the all this stuff. Like that, I'm like you you can call it out even though you're liberal. I promise. Are you seeing any pushback like from your inner circles of of, of you know liberal people? Are there yeah, enough? Positive. Yeah, in a positive way. Is there is there Is there enough people who are like, as liberals, we're better than this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: I would say so. More people. I would say that's almost the, well, I wouldn't say, I can't speak for everyone, but I would say there are more people who feel that way than people who are on the fringe. Because the people who are on the fringe are extreme. They are the loudest, and they get the most airtime. They are the ones who seek out media attention. Is so there that's a fear
4: of speaking out? Like,
1: oh yeah, bit, there is. Yeah, definitely. Because then you get called far right. You get called. You know, yeah.
2: It's On both sides.
1: Yeah, and
4: look, look at Dave Rubin. He's he's liberal. He gets called alt right all the time.
2: All the yeah, time. Yeah, no, I know. And it, but it's on both sides. Yeah. You don't fall in line with the fringes. And you're a traitor to whichever side that you were supposedly on. Watch my
4: Twitter feed. One day I'm pro, a pro-Trump bigot, and the next oh, day yeah, I'm a liberal. It's, it's amazing. amazing. It's, amazing.
2: it's incredible. And it's it, I I hope that um, it's going to end. But it will only ha- I think it will only happen. I'd love to hear your point of view on this. I think it will only happen when there are decent people on both sides, because. As a conservative, where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? Nobody's talking common sense. Nobody will talk science. Nobody will talk fact. Nobody will. Nobody's saying yes. Exactly. Here she is. There's a group of people that are saying who are saying, "Look, I'm really smart, and I'm on the other side, and we disagree, but I'm with you." And the same has to be on the other side. Conservatives. This is why I'm. This is why I wrote the book, "Addicted Outrage." You have to change. I know. You have to change because of the phone call that came in this morning. Uh, Um, uh, You have to change the tactics. This just launching, just launching names at each other, calling each other names, and going down further and further in the mud. No one will come to either side, and you're just going to be stuck in place, and you'll eventually just go over the cliff with everybody else because you have no place to go.
0: Speaking of that, I apologize, but I may make your heads explode. Oh boy. uh, With this one. So, Don Lemon had a panel on last night, and they were discussing. (sighs) Kanye West, he's a real sellout, right? (laughs) Obviously. He's mentally ill, apparently. Yes, now. (laughs) Now now he is. is. Before, he was just eccentric. German.
2: That is so 1930s Germany.
0: So I I watched this, and my jaw about hit the floor. Want to get your thoughts on it? Watch.
2: Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Um, And and we have this now, and now Donald Trump is (laughs) going to use it and pervert it, and he's going to have somebody who can stand with him and take pictures.
4: So is lemon. He, lemon can't even keep a stick. looking at
0: that <laughs> Listen, but black folks want, are about to is trade Kanye West in the racial draft. Okay, they've had it with him, and he's an attention whore like the president. He's all of a sudden now the 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 model what spokesperson. He's like, he's what? the token Negro of the of the Trump administration. He's,
2: I know Tara. That's not Tara. Used to work for us. That's, I, I, I've met her. Yeah, that's she, she was she was. She was not making his point. She was saying, this is what they're saying about him now.
0: She said, no, no, she said, we're we're ready to trade him in the racial draft. She was agreeing. Gosh, Tara, what is wrong with
3: you? you? Look, I mean... She, she, doesn't, she doesn't like Trump and she doesn't like Kanye West, right? I mean, I, that's that's certainly a, a defensible position. It's, it's, yeah, a, there's, just, uh, there's millions of statements people. statements are man. so <laughs>
0: racist.
3: Yes, and I would say that. The, the, the funny part about that is the guy on the other side, like trying to just like doesn't know whether to <laughs> <laughs> smile or to frown. like the there's, there's, there's nothing a you can do there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just stare at the camera. Yeah. Do not react in any yeah. way. I'm a white male. I'm saying nothing. I'm invisible. Look out!
0: Look out! Look at
3: Just I'm neutral. I'm neutral. Earpiece is not working.
0: I can't. I did not hear. But I just don't – I don't get it. I mean, if you look at African-American unemployment numbers, why, why are they so dead set against Trump?
3: Well, they're not. No, they're not. I mean, it's going the other way. It seems like his, his approval rating is, is rising. Uh, no,
0: I mean –
3: uh, The host yeah. there, I, I don't
2: know. I mean, but I, you know. They've all gone insane. It's just – I mean, they called me – and I, I will tell you that many of the things that we feared did not happen with Obama. Thank God. Thank God. But I was nowhere near this. Nowhere near this. We were at least based in fact and transcripts and, and provable things. Here's what you said about Marxism three years ago. Where? What, what happened? Okay, They're insane. They are just making things up out of whole
0: cloth. Can you imagine if Glenn would have gone on and said... Kanye West is what happens well, when Oh no, I do, yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: That would not have been... <laughs> I mean,
0: That's a... Good. I
1: mean, it's like... It's just... What's your take? Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I it. it's, it's so patronizing, but I see this a lot, and I, especially the left likes to lump all non-white people and call us people of color. Yes. POCs. Yes. I cannot stand that term. I think it's extremely racist. You don't like POC? POCs. <laughs> you
2: don't like POC?
1: <laughs> to think... I mean, the way I... Was brought up was everyone is an individual. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what you look like, and nowadays that's considered racist. It's considered racist to not assume that the way someone looks should influence the way they think. So I, I think it's a very typical argument that just because a black man doesn't think the way he's supposed to think, then he must have internalized racism, or he must really be all those other awful things that they were saying about him.
4: Now, in in, in their defense, I do think Kanye is a little. Yeah.
1: But, 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 yeah, but I thought that
4: before. Right, yeah, but it was, was never a problem a until yeah. <laughs> he was pro Trump. Yeah, he, he was, was
2: never an issue. He was an artist. He was flamboyant. Yeah. He was this. He, he was, was that. a genius too. And, don't yes. forget that. And he may be all of those things, mm-hmm. but when you st- when you start to say people are, I saw a study, and I don't know if you've seen this. I saw a study that came out. I don't know from Jack in the Box that said that you can now. You are born a conservative or you are born a liberal. What? Why is Jack yeah. in the box cover. <laughs> <laughs> who else would have written that? I don't remember wow. who wrote it. <laughs> um, but it was, it, I, I read that. And I'm like, okay, first of all. How? How? Second of all, that is so incredibly dangerous. Now, what is it? Should we remove that part of you? I mean, you are... That's a, good what, is that book a idea. Handicap? I might
4: steal that and write that as a book. It is, is terrifying. a
2: terrifying <laughs> idea that I can look at you now as a baby and know who you're going to be.
0: Wow. That, that's nuts. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to bring up for you, Dr. So, get your take on Colorado State just uh, issued a uh, warning that... Students should now u- not use gendered emojis. Right. They should use the yellow ones. Correct. Ye- right. Which I was like, that's not, <laughs> could also be equally offensive. Right. Uh, so use the yellow ones or use objects instead Whoa. of like the, the bu- the a, a building.
2: Really kind of male.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. a great point. Uh, but the, so they want to make sure that they're more inclusive. So just from
1: your background, I just wanted to get your take on that. That's insane. I mean, it's to the point now we're arguing about emojis, really. (laughs) And even someone who was interviewed from the university said, this is purely virtue signaling. No one actually cares. The university doesn't really care. And they're contradicting themselves because apparently the week before they were saying that the yellow emojis were actually white people because it's the default one. So... (laughs)
3: I'm proud of you. I mean this
1: uh, it's typical. They change their definition. The left changes their definitions and every if you week.
4: Keep playing into it, it never ends. There's no like finish line yes. where right. they're like, okay, we're good now. There's right. always right. more.
2: I will tell you, it does trigger me the poop emoji because <laughs> I didn't know poop had eyes. <laughs> and when I saw that, now I thought, how many poop people you have? You can't I
1: unsee it.
2: You can't unsee it. <laughs>
1: How many poop people have you flushed?
2: Pooper people, too. They've got eyes. I mean, just saying. But what
1: gender are they?
2: What gender? I don't know. We should ask. We should ask. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: so. (laughs)
2: It's fluid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Baseball. uh, do
2: doctor you, humor. You know. <laughs> do you think the
0: comments <laughs> high made on Dodd high Lemon's <throat> show about Kanye West were racist. Let us know at the Blazes Twitter. That is at Ooh. the Blaze. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much it for having been me. Awesome to have another female on the show. Uh, and you are way smarter than yes. any of us. So Not this doctor it. though. That's
2: yeah, true thank, you. <laughs> another doc. <Sorry>. thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Well, she said it. I didn't want to, but
3: she said
0: and it. And Jason, thank you as well. <laughs> we'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>
3: All right, so you live in- like what you're hearing become a blaze premium subscriber and watch the show anytime anywhere
2: live or on demand go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today